Hello, hello. My name is Linda, also known as Toronto Beauty Room. I've been lashing for about three years, since 2018. I actually just passed my three-year anniversary. I don't know about you. I think we started about the same time. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm Steph, also known as Leon Lashes. Uh, I started March of 2018. So yeah, it's been been three years. Uh, Welcome to our first podcast segment where we will be discussing different topics in the beauty industry and yada, yada, yada. But mostly we're just going to be keeping it real transparent for you guys. Okay, cool. So the first thing is pricing. Let's talk about pricing in the beauty industry, uh, more specifically as a lash artist. Yes, pricing. Uh, You know what? Let's just jump right into it. Okay, cool. How do you gauge whether you are a beginner, intermediate, or advanced lash technician? Um, Well, you know, you have to consider these three things. First off is education, time, and environment, of course. Like, you want to think about who you received your certification from, how you received it, whether it was online, private training, or group training. Okay, cool. So in terms of determining that, what would be the first step that you would do? The first step would be finding other artists who share the same experience level as you, uh, live around you, or in your city, even, I guess, the same country even really go and look at your quote-unquote competition you you need to understand that as any business you need to know who you're up against who you're competing with and what your pricing should look like okay but like toronto's super competitive okay let's just get that out there a hundred percent but everywhere is competitive so when we first started it was kind of just like you know just a little bit everyone yeah like it wasn't as hyped up as it is now Mm um why do you like why do you think that is i think with any trend it starts off slow but then once it picks up everyone wants in on it you know is it the money that people are seeing well one is it's the money and two it's it's the lifestyle that people people (laughs) see on the internet you know like guys the lifestyle is not the lifestyle is not what what, what is shown we cry every night we cry the the (laughs) mental breakdowns are there sisters okay so for example um let's say you got certified in january where you need to you need to really sit yourself down and think okay where am i going to see myself in six months one year five years these type of intervals are important to consider because it'll allow you to plan your business accordingly and more importantly plan your pricing all right cool so what would you say in terms of like your planning like how would you go about planning for one year to two years to three years honestly like you don't have to be a business major to do these things. Google is your best friend. Uh, when I first started, it's I, I realized that you know there are people who can educate you, but the only person that can educate you the best is yourself. So there's tons of templates. There's tons of things on YouTube that you can find. The way that I started was I said, okay, like where will I be in six months? Am I in school? Do I have a job? These things are important to consider. For example, when I first started, I worked at Aritzia, and I worked at Aritzia. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, oh. <laughs> oh. Which, which location? Oh, gosh, the Brampton oh, one. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Bramley, it. Brandley yes. Center? <laughs> yes. Oh, those were not good times. Anyway, so I was working there, and I didn't, I knew that I had to keep that job for at least a year before I could, you know, fully transition fully out. transition into my business because in order to have a business you need to still make money you can't just invest in your business and that be your only source of income so you know give yourself that realistic 
goal, that realistic expectation Mm -hmm. to see yourself in six years, one year, and then five years. Start off small. You know, you don't have to say, okay, in six months, I'm going to be a super professional lash artist with a salon and a team. Like, really, really understand, especially with this pandemic, you need to be even more realistic now. Yeah. You know, you have to really set yourself and say, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this and just focus on those little things. Don't don't try and overdo yourself or think that, you know, you're failing because you're not at the same path that someone is six years from now. Yeah, and like um I'm just gonna put this out there. I still work another retail job. Um, that's only to really balance out. Like I have a luxury uh, retail job full time, but obviously because of COVID, it's you know I'm not really in there. But I've been doing this just because I like the balance in my life. I don't like to be hunched over in my little cave and you know do do lashes for like 12 hours a day i like the steady pace though and now i offer a new service which is a higher income which is nice because it can kind of eliminate my lashing time and i can spend more wait, wait, time so, so what new service are you offering the, the lip the blush, blush right yeah, yeah yeah so lip blush i think is super cool um it's a permanent makeup makeup service and if you know what that is it's basically just a tattoo that pretty much like it eliminates the whole purpose of lip fillers oh really yeah yeah so i mean you can do it with lip fillers but i would personally recommend yeah, it Yeah, I, I heard it it builds collagen right yeah, yeah yeah exactly so if you have like wrinkly lips it helps like <laughs> boost up um your collagen so that you know you can have plump lips uh but basically it just takes over the concept of wearing lipstick every day or like lip liner but it the initial price of the service is way higher than lashes yeah so and you know that's the thing you i'm sure you use your the income that you make from your full-time job to reinvest in yep. your business yep i mean the course was not cheap guys. <laughs> yeah how much was the course if you don't mind me asking uh so the course i mean I think in Toronto it's like pretty affordable. Like yeah. if I definitely went to Vancouver, which is more of like a PMU service industry, yeah, I would have easily paid like six thousand plus. You know, yeah, hundred percent. I paid twenty five hundred. Yeah, it's plus, not bad. Um, with all the like the equipment and like all the stuff that you have to yeah. invest in, it adds up like probably close to five six k. Yeah. Oh wow, the equipment's that much. <laughs> and I got scrubs. Yeah, and you got scrubs. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's move on to the next question. So, where would you price yourself if you were a beginner? Okay. Well, when I first started, my full sets were like sixty to a hundred dollars. Yeah, that was like how mine were. And my fills were probably like anywhere from thirty to fifty, sixty max. But even like doing like sixty dollars set, full sets, like. I thought I was charging too much for a beginner because I've seen other girls like charging 30 to like 50 for full sets, yeah, but, but I don't get that. See, th- that's another thing we're going to talk about in the next point. Um, if you're pricing your services, you need to understand why you're pricing them a certain a certain price. You know, you can't you can't say, oh, you know, let me just pick a number out of a hat and that, that's what's going to make me money because everyone else is so expensive. Sometimes being cheaper is not always better. If you're a beginner, it's probably going to take you, what, two to sometimes four hours to do a lash set yeah so if you're only charging thirty dollars you're not making any money and like wait so what would you say say is like like obviously per hour right you want to be charging well how do you break it down because obviously in a full-time job where like you know when you get paid hourly it's about what fifteen dollars minimum like wage. the minimum wage yeah. yeah so let's just let's just keep it at like fifteen flat for taxes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to realize that if you are not making at least minimum wage 
for your services, then you need to raise your prices or you need to figure something else out because you know, the girls that are charging $30, $40 for a full set and it mm-hmm. takes them three hours, you divide mm-hmm. that, it's like less than $10 an hour. Might as well just work back at McDonald's. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's less effort. It's less pain. It's less frustration. Running a business is not easy. So you need to make sure that you're getting paid for it. And just because you're a beginner doesn't mean that you need to do it, you know, free necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, going to that though, uh, one of the best things you can do as a beginner is to do free sets, right? Like I'm sure you did free sets for your lip blush. Yeah, uh, I I had two free models. They just came back for their touch up. Um, yeah, even with like, even with lashes though, like I'm sure you did full sets for free. I oh, did yeah. full sets for free. I did about oh, yeah. like 10 girls just to build my portfolio. But building your portfolio is like super key so that you can promote your, like everything is run on Instagram, right? Yes, Instagram, exactly. Instagram or having a website, but especially on Instagram, that's your biggest platform. That's what I basically tell people. I'm like, this is your business card. And it's, like, it's your shop. It's yeah. Instagram is like now transitioned into a shopping yeah. platform. Like people shop and, on there and it's all linked to facebook which is like which is the key thing is like facebook is a business and it's very like business oriented but it it wants to be like it wants to help you sell things so you need to use that to your advantage uh you know also going back to the whole pricing situation a lot of people think that by doing free sets you're damaging your business when in reality you need to remember that you're operating on a stranger oftentimes like more times than none so if you just got your certificate if you just literally came out of the school you need to understand that you're going to be nervous you're going to have anxiety you're going to be stressed out and the best way to relieve some of that pressure is to do someone you know do a friend do a friend of a friend do a family member and that way you can practice make mistakes go over and fix those mistakes and you don't have that initial pressure of a paying client and let me tell you, like putting in just three months of hard work, even just like doing like 20 clients, say that you do 20 clients mm-hmm. in the first month, like I can guarantee you within those 20 clients, you'll get better and better. And like, and each, they'll come back most and, times. And each time you need to take photos. This is like your contract with them. This is your way to gauge whether you do improve or not. Like I'm talking different angles. My yeah. my, my photo gallery has like- <laughs> I had to like get a new phone because I have too many 40, photos. The <gasps> iCloud? No. Yeah, I need to like delete it because no. iCloud told me like, I, I just have way too much. They, they said, sister, you, you need gotta to relax. Up, they, said, they said I gotta upgrade my storage. <laughs> I already upgraded it. So I don't know how much more they're expecting me to upgrade and pay, but whatever. Or get like a second work phone, I guess, but- Honestly, you just got to be smart with like the way you, I guess, operate your photos. But anyway, back to what we we're talking about. When you do free clients, it's think of it at the same way as like when you go to Costco and you get free samples. People are putting that initial investment for you to try the product or the service with that guarantee that because it's free, you will get a an honest feedback. So, you know, let's say I come to you and I get my lashes done for free. I'm not expecting anything because it's a gift it's a service that is completely complimentary and that will allow you to again once again make mistakes but it'll also allow you to get a client without having to do anything because you you gave it to them for free and if they really like it then they come back and they pay for a refill and then boom there you there you go you have a client and you know again people are gonna say oh but i don't want to you know do free sets because it costs me money yada 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 but well it's sorry the- honey let's break it to you <laughs> <laughs> you have to spend money to make money so you know and and again when you're starting off the initial investment is it sounds like a lot but 
if you get no, 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 no. it is a lot it is Look, a lot sorry guys <laughs> we're just gonna be br- really honest with you guys keeping it transparent yes but correct it, it is, is a lot, lot. It, it's a lot of money you're investing even like when i did my first like even when i started my lip blush journey it is a lot of money because you have to invest in things like there's things that you wouldn't even think of that you're investing in now mm-hmm. i have two different services that i have to you know consider yeah. right that i have to buy products for not only do i buy like 100 lash cherries but now i have to buy pigments right yeah. so these All are of this is like upfront costs exactly and you just you need to be willing to take the risk and invest in yourself and and good things will come exactly and you need to you need to be real with yourself you know you have to sit yourself down and say okay like how good am i how how good is my work compare yourself to people who have been in the industry for way longer time than you don't sit here and compare yourself to sally next door or your friend who also does lashes that start at the same rate as you compare yourself to the huge brands the the brands that are multi-million dollar companies and compare your work to theirs and say okay how can i get better then take it down a notch and say okay what's wrong with my social media what's wrong with this like you need to be able to self-reflect look yourself in the mirror and be like okay i need to change this 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 and this and obviously if like something isn't working it's it's not the clients it's most likely you and the way you're operating your business so like nothing will be the same for the first three months in your business like you need to keep it constantly you need to keep yeah Yeah, exactly you need to keep it moving whether you develop a website to make it more official or you hire someone for your content because not everyone is really that good with content like i i wasn't good with content and it takes time people people you know a lot of us including us we forget we we are we're so hard on ourselves and we're like oh we need to be so good and we need to be professional right off the bat like yes of course but you need to do your best if you don't you know whatever step whatever you know process you're in as long as you're doing your best you can sleep easy because there's no there's no other way around it and starting off to like the 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 first point that we made about pricing if you're pricing your sets at a certain price point and you feel like this price point is getting you clients it's working for you keep it up keep doing that until you feel like you're overbooked you can't handle the pressure anymore there's too many people booking and then you go about raising your prices so i think that's that's our second point yeah yeah yeah. right let's talk about that actually um mind you there's no right or wrong to this yeah no it's 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 strictly perspective right because everyone has different situations you have to think about countries different countries have different currencies different you know even different towns have different sorts of i guess rates rates exactly and i don't know if like canada's considered expensive uh it it depends like again like if you go to like a third world country the food is priced differently same way as if you come here the food is priced differently i I went to LA and water was like $6 USD and here it's like <laughs> okay wait for example actually this is for lashes but yeah. um I know that in Montreal the oh part, yeah the prices are like way lower way way, way lower exactly. they're like half the price of our full sets and that has to do a lot with once again the community so let's say the first person that ever did lashes in toronto priced their sets at a hundred dollars then comes the next person and they also charge a hundred dollars it'll probably stay a hundred dollars because that was the initial standpoint but now let's say the initial person charged 
$50. Then the second person is going to charge 50 or lower to compete with that person and so on and so forth. So I feel like that's what's happening with a lot of cities. Um, Cause I know for example, in Miami, the prices are much higher than us. So if I go to Miami, I can charge anywhere from 200 to 350. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very different. That's because they have upheld a certain standard and price point. But their ra- uh, I was gonna say the ratchet, lash. <laughs> but their lashes are sometimes ratchet. Yeah, it's it's it, again once again going back to the prices. It's really just a matter of understanding where you live, who you, who you are, what you, what kind of brand you want to be, and exactly what you want to get out of a business because going when you decide when you make that first step to make a business when you say okay i'm gonna wake up today and i'm gonna invest three thousand dollars in a business you need to know exactly why you're doing it because if you don't have a purpose if you don't have some sort of end goal to what you're doing it's it's never gonna work out it's just like a hobby and if it's a hobby then but if it's just a hobby can anyone join the lash community that's the question yeah so well is a hobby a job because there's like a huge gap between be- it being See, a hobby and a job i guess some people have a job and then keep this as a hobby on the side yeah but i mean more times people do want to invest it like obviously i want to transition out of my job and just go full on like, but see that's a goal right that's like a goal. imagine yeah. if you're just like no i just do lashes for fun <laughs> yeah that doesn't usually happen people yeah. do it for a reason whether it's money if it's for fun you're just it you're I don't know how to say it, but you gotta you gotta differentiate. If you want to make real money, if you want to actually profit off of a business, you need to make sure like you that you need it's, to reset. You need to reset and realize that it's not a hobby, yeah. that it's a business. Exactly. And what would you like in terms of pricing? What would you say? How do you go about pricing it? And how would you, for example, raise your prices? Yeah. So. Uh, a lot of it has to do with for your, a beginner though for a beginner okay so a lot of it has to do with your clientele if you're a beginner let's say i'm a beginner okay i've been in the industry for a month and i've only really done free sets okay i have a couple of people coming to me for refills there's no reason to raise your prices because you don't have the demand yet right like in business one of the biggest tips is supply and demand if there's no demand then you shouldn't have the supply so if you are not feeling rushed to do a bunch of clients a day, then your prices are adequate because you need to get people to come to you. And if you raise your prices when you don't have clients, well, then you're really closing off all your doors. Exactly. So how many clients would you say that you initially need? I mean, that depends on every person. You know, like there's someone like me and you who can work 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., but some people uh, might have the kids. Worst. <laughs> the some worst. people might have kids or like dogs or like things that other things that they need to attend to so they can't necessarily work 12-hour shifts. Um, again, it's all perspective, but you really need to self-reflect and say, okay, this is overwhelming for me. Like once you are being fully booked one, two weeks in, that's when you can raise your prices. And what I mean by fully booked is what, however much availability you have, whether it's two days, three days, four days, five days, mm-hmm. if you find that your bookings are booked up one to two weeks ahead, that's when it's time to raise your prices. But let's just get this straight. I know that raising prices do scare people. Like, what are oh, your yeah. thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Like, is it normal? Well, like, I don't and, know. Like, but as a lash artist, I'm scared to raise my prices. Oh even yeah, me stay. too. Like, yeah. I I've raised my prices several times. The last time I raised my prices was in I think May or April, and the reason I did that was because well, for one, COVID. I feel like people forget that in during these times you have to purchase an obscene Everything. amount of cleaning supplies, yeah, like exactly. hand sanitizers, masks you know disinfectant the whole nine yards so all of that adds to your upfront cost that i had to add um in order for me to profit because if i'm now not making the same money as i did before covid well Mm -hmm. then that doesn't make sense because 
what's the point so sorry i, I forgot the question what was the question again I, just, for, I forgot the question <laughs> too late. oh we oh, were talking about raising prices exactly. okay right, so back to raising prices so if you're raising your prices you need to be smart about how you raise your prices because if you're raising your prices 30 to 50 dollars well the clients who are already coming to you let's say you're charging a hundred dollars or even fifty dollars let's just make it simple if you're charging fifty dollars and you automatically raise your prices by a fifty dollar price range people are going to go to someone else because how do you go how do you do a hundred percent increase on your prices you have to be smart yeah. and you have to justify it so you went five to ten dollars five is to like ten dollars yeah really ideal but honestly my best suggestion like how would you break down the cost though like if your full set is 140 for a volume set yeah that's like pretty average for most. Yeah, it's pretty average. One forty. We'll say one forty for. What's your refill price? Because I I'd be seeing like ninety dollar refill prices, and um, I, I don't know about that. So again, it depends on your place, mm -hmm. how much money you're investing in your in your business. Like for example, for me. But for a refill though. Oh, for a refill, I would say like my 70, my rule of 75. thumb is half of the full set right. plus ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because I don't know about you, but I get clients who come and it's not really a fill. It's sometimes there's issues or they're not cleaning their lashes. There's just like that extra ten to fifteen dollars is your time and money is added because most times it's not always a full <laughs> a, a fill. Sorry. I know. You know. So <laughs> I, know. I would rather them pay ten to fifteen dollars extra from the halfway point then me charge them a full set every time it just makes more sense plus sometimes depending on the person it takes longer etc cetera, etc cetera. but that's just my rule of thumb True. Uh, ultimately i think when you're raising your prices you have to understand that the person who's paying you it doesn't it it, ha it, it can't hurt them you know five dollars is what a coffee like it, it's not a lot but if you start charging 30 to 50 that's that's yeah. a lot of coffees and mind you guys I don't know if you guys know this designer bags and all those designer brands they went up and cost about like 100 to anywhere from 100 to like 300 dollars so if five to ten hurts you i don't know about that yeah and you also have to understand like the increase comes with experience time this the you know the hairdresser that you went to seven years ago is not going to charge the same price as mm -hmm. they are now and, and you have someone to feed now too or i mean pay sorry your assistant like you <laughs> exactly, have to pay your assistant right? exactly as as you get more successful as you grow as a brand business whatever you need to realize that you need to you need you need a team you need a team and that's the only way to make more money because you can't do everything yourself even now like it's us two working together on a podcast if i did it myself well it probably would have taken me a lot more time a lot more money <laughs> and anxiety <laughs> and anxiety exactly. you know so uh, going to the whole team situation you really need to buy your time instead yeah. of just working I, I like i just invested in a videographer and photographer to work with me yeah and like hopefully grow with him so yeah, that's like, no, it's just it's, a stepping stone. It's a good connection to have because if you work together with someone, then they'll refer you, you'll refer them, and it's it's a community. Yeah, exactly. And it's the fact that people are, like, always inquiring and want to book with you. Like, that's a good sign, I guess. A hundred percent. And I guess that goes into our last point, which is, like, how to gain and attract good and, clientele and right? maintain right? clientele. Maintain. I think that's the biggest part, maintaining clientele because you can get a ton of clients like a rush of clients but if you're not treating them right if you don't have good customer service if you're rushing them if you're being unprofessional all those sorts of things all those good clients that came to you probably are not going to come back yeah and like honestly there's so many things when it comes to maintaining and keeping a good clientele because actually no 
correct me if I'm wrong, consistent clientele. I have clients that still came for me, uh, that still come for me since day one. Yeah, I don't same, know about you. same, same, like since 2018. Uh, you know, you would think, oh, I don't know how, but you also have to realize that people come to you for you, not just because of your lashes or your services or whatever. Like, I literally had a client, she came She came to me when I first started, like, yeah, second like, month of lashing, right? <laughs> literally, you were a beginner. I was a, I was a baby. I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. I was, like, sweating all the time, oh you know? Oh, my God. The, the anxiety sweats. <laughs> and, yeah, and she was a good client of mine. She obviously lives one to two hours away, so she, it's not accessible for her. And, like, just the t- hours never work for her. But she came to me and she worked for, like, it was her, I don't know, I don't even know how we're having weddings, but it was her wedding um, not too long ago. So she invited her mom and she invited her sister to do services with me, which is great. And on top of that, like, I seen her and it's been three years. Like, that's so crazy. You guys built a relationship. Like, at that point, she's your friend. And she trusts me. And, like, literally, we were talking and she was telling me, she's like, I trust you like I trust you and that's why I come back to you is yeah. because and that's why she recommends you exactly. also like remember half the times like people's eyes are closed they have no idea what's going on 100%. and especially like with what's going on your precious precious eyes like come on guys do you really want to lose eyelashes and go bald no. or worse like you know get an injury or whatever whatever exactly and or just like an eye infection like that's it's it's not necessary exactly and and that goes with price and everything obviously when you say it's not for everyone but obviously when you pay a certain price you're expecting a certain level of luxury right like i think eyelash extensions are a luxury good yeah they are and people forget that a lot people forget that beauty services in general are a luxury service you know it's not for everyone it's it's like buying designer items or buying a luxurious car it's something that takes a lot of time a lot of effort and you it needs to be taken seriously and you know going back to the whole gaining clientele people think it's like some magic trick that some people know and some people don't but in order to get clientele it's it's just word of mouth it's exactly it's building that trust with that client that person that will be able to get them to refer you and to come back to you no matter what and it's so fun like it's so heartwarming when people i don't even know if that's like the right word but it's so nice to know that people like are willing to come back to you and they're so excited to have a service with you but half the times they're just you know sleeping yeah they literally come and they're like oh, i'm so excited to be here like i'm gonna go take a nap now yeah and then you know they're just snoring the snoring for like an hour and a half yep uh and you know what like breaking it down to how to maintain good clientele you also have to be a good service provider you can't be a crappy shitty service provider by being rude to your clients by not going the extra mile or by like equally giving them the same service as you would give it's to an someone exchange. else it's an exchange yeah. a service for money or a service for you know that trust that referral that promotion all of those things it's an equal exchange if you're not equally exchanging you know what it is that you're giving and and that they're taking then Mm -hmm. you're not going anywhere in business like imagine i'm doing your lashes i do a great job on you yeah i didn't know that the other girl that booked with me the day after was your friend yeah and i do a shitty job on her by accident yeah accident like like, let's say you just you know what you you had had a date to go to or something and and i was rushing rushing. you're like oh my god like my boyfriend's outside and i I gotta go like fuck this girl you're skipping bunch of lashes yeah you're just like you know what she's gonna pay me anyways (laughs) and she's probably too dumb to even realize like yada 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 
you know, you go, everything's fine. She pays you, you go on your date the next morning. She's like, hey, babe. It's always the hey, babe. I know, it's like <laughs> the, <laughs> the hey, sweating emoji. Yeah, the hey, babe. Like, um, all my lashes fell off. But here's the joke. Since her friend came to you the literal day before, she's going to be like, um, this is fishy. How come my lashes are falling off yeah, exactly. and my friends are fine? And then, you know, hypothetically speaking, let's say you're not a good service provider. Instead of being, instead of realizing your mistake, instead of realizing that you rushed her, that you were selfish, and that you know you were not paying attention instead of saying oh my god i'm so sorry i don't know what happened whatever whatever and fixing the issue you're like you know what screw it she already paid it doesn't matter let me just not respond to her or ignore her or again once again being a crappy service provider guess what her and her friend are probably not going to come for a refill and then guess what's worse you don't know who knows who it's such a small little city as you were saying at the very beginning like it is a small little city and (laughs) what gets around guys karma gets around (laughs) (laughs) Um, no shade though um but really think about it like i learned this from personal experience from working at a luxury department store think about it like your client okay you're the sales rep a client comes in or a customer comes in they're they're buying a bunch of stuff, you know, they're spending like six, $7,000 with you, but the service was shitty. The, city, the service was poor, okay? Obviously, the sales clerk was just rushing, whatever the case is. Do you really think that customer is going to come back and, you know, shop with I you? I would No, they're most likely going to go tell their friends, be like, hey, I bought this Gucci bag, but you know what? Like, that store is whack. They're going like, to buy it somewhere else. Exactly. Someone's going to go get lashes somewhere else. It's yeah. just the, the, the biggest thing to take, I think, from this whole podcast or this episode, I should say, is that the best way to build your business and to increase your prices and make more money is to treat others the way you want to be treated, right? Exactly. And also, with that said, if you're not confident in raising your prices and you're not confident in the quality of your work, then you're just simply not ready. And, you know, you just set yourself another month to set another goal and work from there because a month flies by. But within that month, like, think about it. If you're doing, like, anywhere from... 20 to 40 clients even like that's just progress right exactly yeah well thank you guys so much for tuning in i think we covered a lot of things about pricing but once again we're going to be doing several episodes going into detail about different topics um let me know what you guys think in the comments right and we will we need a uh we need a name oh, yeah, actually we, need a, we yeah. need a name we haven't decided on name yet we had a couple runs but we haven't we haven't solidified and anything it's a little too ratchet it's, it's a little too toronto it's too toronto so we're gonna fix it up and we're gonna fi- make it classy make it classy make it nice so if you guys have any suggestions let us know and yeah we will check you guys next time thank you